drives through the sand, stops the car and like opens the door. He's like, get in, get in. And he drives off down the sand without his lights on because he doesn't want to be seen by this base thing. Oh. I was like, okay, we didn't die in the desert, but now we're going to die in the car. Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds, the podcast that showcases single Londoners in a new light for dating. My name is Katie Mack and I'm the host and creator of Single Sounds with a mission to create positive first date experiences. This week's character's friends would say she has a type of guy, but really she is very open-minded in what she's looking for, other than be a good communicator, but please don't live too close to her. She is psychologically minded, an avid bird watcher and a power nap queen. We bonded over our love of all things maps and how hard it is for women to urinate in public. If you enjoy the podcast, please remember to follow, rate and review so the podcast hits the charts and reaches more people. And of course, if you'd like to date today's guest, write into the Instagram at Single Sounds. The link is in the show notes. Okay, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. You're welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. No, I like it when people ask me how I am, you know. Look, honestly, not many people do. The thing is, though, like, what would you what would you say other than good? It is true. It's a bit of a dead question. I'm not great. Yeah. I've had a really bad got, day. Yeah, I've had the worst Tuesday ever. <laughs> so when you come onto a team's call and it's like, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Inside you're dying. It's fine. The only thing I do do at work, though, if I'm ill, I will actually say, like, I normally say I'm okay. I'm feeling a bit ill or something like that. Yeah. Don't so say I'm not going to do any work today. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. It's like a pre-warn of like, don't give me something really hard <laughs> or like, don't ask something really difficult. Yeah. Or like in the afternoon, you're like, yeah, I'm just not feeling any better. I think we're going to log off early. Mm. <laughs> I've definitely done that. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're showing that you're making an effort now, but yeah. like later it might be a struggle. Yeah, exactly. Tactical. <laughs> uh, let's get to dating. Yes. So... Who are you sexually attracted to? Men. Okay. <laughs> Bit of a hesitation. <laughs> I'd say like 97% men. Okay. Like never say never, mm. but generally men. There are some attractive women out there. There are, but <laughs> my hinge is set to men. It's generally men. If I met a girl out, like maybe, but yeah, men for now. And how about what are you looking for? <sighs> to be honest, like I don't really have any like specific preferences, like age-wise... I think on Hinge it's like 25 to 35, but to be honest, <laughs> is that quite broad? No. So many people say this, they're always like, oh, so my age is set to this, but if I'm being completely honest, like I probably wouldn't go up to that. Well, no, like it's set to that just because I don't want like a 60-year-old on Hinge, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they could be below 25 or above 35. Oh, okay. I think it's just a way of narrowing, narrowing it, down. it down on Hinge. But yeah, it depends like where they are in the life or like how mature they are and stuff like they could be younger than me and be more mature mm. they could be a lot older and still be doing the same things I'm doing so yeah it just depends um any height preferences height no I'm not small I'm like five foot uh I actually don't know maybe like five foot eight <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's not small yeah but I'm not like they don't have to be like a lot taller than me like a lot of the boys I've dated have probably been quite a similar height to me so mm. taller Similar height, maybe fractionally smaller. I'm not high-sist, as long yeah. as they're not like four foot, that's fine. <laughs> yes. And then just general type. I don't think I really have a type. Mm -hmm. Like the guys that I've fancied or dated have not all fit into the same look, but my friends would probably say that I do have a little bit of a look, <laughs> okay. which is probably kind of like darkish 
hair, kind of palish, kind of bit lanky. <laughs> Sounded lovely. Basically kind of a little bit like me. <laughs> Which is that weird thing where they say, like, you know, that couples that look like each other. Mm, or you like, like what's that? I love that Instagram account. I don't siblings. Know what siblings or dating? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. To be fair, once, like, years ago, when I was with my ex boyfriend, I went to pick him up from work for the first time and I went in and his boss was there and he was like, oh, so is this your sister? Oh, and no. We, we both just stood there, like, oh, God. And he's like, <laughs> no. It was really awkward. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's not like, I definitely fancy people that don't fit into that type. So yeah. Just generally very fluid. Love it. Any hobbies? Um, well, they, they have to have. Yeah. Um, or like something that you'd find attractive. They don't, maybe not a must have, but just something that you'd be like, that would be a bonus. I think just like generally, like being a positive person, being open-minded, like wanting to try new things. Like they don't have to have like a specific hobby or a specific interest, but mm. if they're like interested in trying different things being curious about life like up for doing new things and stuff like that's definitely that's definitely a must have so yeah, yeah nothing specific but as long as they're interested in something yeah. you know yeah yeah how about where probably london but i'm not particularly fussy about which postcode as long as it's <laughs> as long as it's somewhere within the m25 maybe not like too near the m25 but yeah i think there's pros and cons to them being close or far like okay if they're far away Obviously, just like practically, it's a longer time to get there. Mm -hmm. But also if they're too close, like you could bump into them, like when you're really hungover and looking disgusting. <laughs> That's so true. Which has happened to me recently and it's it's not good. No, I've never thought of it like that, actually. They could see you in times when you're like, I really don't want to see someone. You're like ill popping to the shops or something. Literally me. Like I've been on a few dates with a guy recently and I have twice like seen him at times when I just didn't like need to see anybody. <laughs> the first time was fine. We were like in a park. He was far enough away that I could just completely avoid. But the second time was literally not that long ago. And it was like a Monday. I was having a horrendous day. Me and my friend from the office were like going to get lunch. Like I'd thrown on the worst outfit. <laughs> I was wearing a baseball cap. Like I was like, it's fine. I'm not going to see anyone today walking down the market at lunchtime and this guy who like works in like a nice office was wearing his really nice suit like <laughs> looked really smart walked past and we saw each other and I was just I was so flustered I couldn't even say his name like oh, it was no. awful oh, God. and I was like he's literally never gonna text me again did he we have messaged a little bit but he's not replied to my message in quite a while now oh, so no. <laughs> clearly that didn't go down very well Fair enough. So yeah, they can't be too close. No, I think that's good actually. It's an interesting, like far enough away that you still have to travel a bit. They're not going to be in your neighbourhood like every day. Yeah, you don't have to prang out about seeing them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What are your two truths and a lie? Okay, so two truths and a lie. The first one is that I was born in Australia. The second one is that I was top of my year at uni for all three years of my undergrad. And the oh third God. one. <laughs> Sorry, just like that sunk in. Whoa. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. And the third one is that uh, me and my family once got lost in the desert in Egypt. These are good. Lost in the desert. That is so random. I hope not, but I mean, you're fine now, clearly, so. I'm alive. Yeah, you're alive. Top of the year, that's got to be true. That was, <laughs> unless it was only two years and you like flunked one. <laughs> Could be. 
my brother was that person as well. So it's also oh, really? like not that unbelievable for okay. me. Oh, yeah, damn. he won some prize that like literally to say like you you win. <laughs> I was like, you are amazing. Yeah, as if that's a prize. <laughs> Like you got the highest score in your year, and I was like, "What?" You only got like a hundred pounds, and I was like, "It should have been way more." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe you went to the same uni. I'm gonna go lost in Egypt was the lie. Okay, so born in Australia was the lie. Mm. I wasn't born there, but I did live there for six months when I was younger. Okay, so you did get lost in Egypt. Yeah, it was actually really ridiculous. I literally was like having flash moments of like which picture of me they were going to put on the news, mm. like imagining which yeah. horrible school I've always thought that, you know, I actually did a call once on my Facebook to be like, not that one. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I was worried about. Not the fact that like I potentially was going to die. Yeah. Just the fact that like they were going to use a horrible photo. Of yeah. Me. No, I went through because, you know, like. Obviously, they would only be able to access, like, your profile pictures if you've mm. got, like, a high privacy setting. So I just went through those and, like, archived any of the <laughs> really old ones just in case. Just in case. Someone needed to, like, nick a photo for me. Yeah, it was it was crazy. How long were you lost for? Not, like, ages. Like, less than a day. Okay. But... what? Wait, sorry. <laughs> I said okay, and then I was like, wait, what? Less than a day? Less As in a whole a 24 hours you were lost? It was probably, like, 10 hours or something. <laughs> And you, like, did you have water? No. What? No water, no... Food? Nothing. The guy, so it was me, my parents, and a guide. Oh, the guide lost you? Yeah, the guide lost oh, us. No. This is like a yeah. Daily Mail horror story. Yeah, no, it was bad. <laughs> and the guide, like, he hadn't worn any shoes, and the, the desert in Egypt is, like, quite rocky. Mm. So he, he cut his foot open on, like, a rock. So he had to take, I don't actually know what the word is for what they wear on their head. Oh, yeah. But whatever that is, he had to take it off his head and he had to, like, tear it in two and, like, tie it around his feet as bandages because okay. his foot was bleeding. Gosh. It was... Chaos. No first aid kit. No first aid Clearly kit. didn't have water. Yeah. It got dark... The guy didn't have a phone. My dad was trying to ring, like, Probably no signal. people in England yeah. to, like, ring the British Embassy. Oh, my gosh. It was, yeah, it was it was not cool. So how, how did you get rescued? So basically, eventually, we, like, at the point, at first, the, the guy, like, didn't want to admit that we were lost. Mm. And then after a while, my parents were like, mm, I think we're lost. Like, you keep looking around, like, we should have been back where Hours we went ago, to be ages yeah. ago and then eventually they were like okay we're just gonna ignore what you're saying like we know we're lost and he was like okay like let's just go this bit further and if there's nothing there like okay we're lost so we did that and then we're like okay we're actually lost what do we do and at this point because the dunes are like quite undulating over a distance like we were at like quite a high up bit so mm. you could see for ages and he like pointed at this like tiny speck in the distance which was this mast and he which had like a little red light at the top and he was like yeah we've got to walk to that Oh, and I was looking at it. I was like, "That is literally on the horizon. Like that is so far away." <laughs> oh and at that point, me and my parents were all like, "Shit! Like this is not good." Mm. And my mum started to like freak out, and I was just like, "I was like, mum, we just have to go. Like, yeah. there's no, there's nothing we can do. Like, we just have to walk. Like, there's no questions. Mm. Like, that's we just walked, and we just walked for hours." Oh my god. And then someone could pick you up from the well, the mast. So at the bottom of the mast was like a tourism police station so in, in Egypt they have tourism police because it mm. used to well it used to be like such a big part of their economy they had like this whole separate organization that like looked after tourism so as we were getting towards we were like great we'll go in there like that'll help us or whatever and the guide was like no we can't go there because 
he basically didn't want them to find out what had happened because his company would be... Like, you're gone, you're fired. Yeah. And we were getting up to the base and we were starting to get in conflict with him because we were like, obviously, we're going to go in there, like, we're not going to sit out here and die. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, wait for whoever. Yeah, like, like, we don't care, no offence. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I don't even know how it happened, but, like, by some form of miracle, basically, we had also had, like, a driver in a Jeep and we'd left the driver when we went out on our little adventure, which Mm. went wrong. So he must have obviously, after some amount of time, thought, oh, they're not coming back and must have decided to drive to like the nearest road, which was this road that we were walking to because it literally was Mm. the middle of the desert. And I don't know, I don't know how the timing worked out. God sent the driver at the right time and he just like (laughs) appeared out of nowhere. So we could see him driving up the road and like before he is like anywhere near the base, he turns his lights off, comes off the road, drives through the sand, stops the car and like opens the door. He's like, get in, get in. So you have to like run over to the car, <laughs> jump in. And then he just drives off. Like, no energy. So. Yeah, he drives off down the sand without his lights on because he doesn't want to be seen by this base thing. Oh. I was like, okay, we didn't die in the desert, but now we're going to die in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so the police actually never found out. The police never found out. Mm, so he got to keep his job. Yeah. Hope he didn't lose other people. <laughs> I really hope not. What a disaster. Yeah. But, it, yeah, at least it's a funny story to yeah, tell. It is. That's a pretty mad story. Yeah. It's crazy. I've never heard of one like that. <laughs> and then top of your year. <laughs> that is true then. It is true, but there's weren't very many people in my year, so it's not as impressive as it sounds. Okay. Still, there was, though. There was only seven of us, so <laughs> okay. it's kind of like... Not hundreds, yeah. Not too hard, but yeah. No one needs to know that detail. Yeah. <laughs> Back to dating. Mm. Let me know your worst dating story. I have several. <laughs> so this guy, we were arranging to go on a date. Bearing in mind, we had met before. So like, quick backstory. We'd met on a night out, exchanged numbers, been mm. texting. Then another time we were both out in town. Okay. On the same night, ended up meeting up, like... Got with each other, he walked me home, it's very nice. And then after that, he was like, I actually do definitely want to go on a date with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really nice to see you the other night and stuff. So it's not like he was a random hinge person that we had yeah. met. So we arranged to go on this date on like a Friday night. And I think we were both like, had gone into town for like a drink with our friends first. We were kind of messaging like, oh, should we meet here? Should we meet there? Time was getting on a bit, but it was still like, I don't know, 10 o'clock on a Friday night. And then he was like, oh, should we maybe just leave it for now and meet another time when it's a bit earlier and we're a bit more sober. And I was kind of like, well, it's not that late. I'm yeah. not that drunk. And I've come out tonight to go on this date. Like, mm. I'm not You're really... You're ready. That- yeah. I was like, I'm not really that arsed about, like, leaving it for another time. Like, I'd rather just see you. Yeah. I was like, it's fine if you don't want to, but I'm still happy to go. Mm. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, fine, let's do it. I'm in this bar. And I was like, oh, perfect timing because my friends are talking about going there anyway. Like... I'm from Leeds and that's just like a bar that everyone would go to all the time. So off we go. We get in into the main room. I don't see him, but me and my friends go straight up to the roof. We're on the roof and I think, oh, he's not here either. Um, I'll just call him and see where he is. It's easier. Mm. Called him and I was like, I'm upstairs. And he was like, great, I'm downstairs. I'll come upstairs. I was like, perfect. See you soon. He's like, yep, see you in five minutes. Put the phone down. Expecting him to come up in like five minutes and he never comes up so I was like okay this is a bit weird but like fine whatever I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it yeah yeah so eventually like it gets later it's cold me and my friends all go down to the main bar 
At this point, my friends were like, oh, I thought you were like going on a date. Where's your date? Walk into the main bit and see this guy sat like on a sofa with his brother having a drink. And I was like, oh my God, he's literally sat right there. He's been sat there the whole time. Yeah. And like, what is going on? My friends are like, where is this guy? I'm like, he's literally there. They're like, why don't you go over to him? And I'm like, no, like I've already told him I'm here. I can't like thrust myself upon yeah. him. Like, I don't understand what's going on right now, but. I'm just going to leave it. And then literally hours go by and then eventually he leaves the bar at like 2, 3 a.m. And doesn't say a word. No. And at this point I'm a bit drunk and I text him like, literally, what the hell? And he just read it and never replied and never spoke to him again. (gasps) That's so weird. Yeah, until like a year later when he did the classic boy thing, which is like just randomly drunk text you like two years later. Moving on. What would your therapist say about you? My therapist actually said to me that I'm quite psychologically minded especially for somebody my age, which I don't really like. I think it basically means like somebody who's quite like self-aware, self-reflective, can like see what they're doing and why. Yeah. And also like the same with other people. Like you can kind of like understand why people are doing things or saying things, Mm. be quite empathetic, which I think is probably true because... A lot of my friends, like, will come to me for advice Mm -hmm. about things or, like, if they want, like, a different perspective on something, I'll probably give them a perspective that they haven't thought about. Like, even last night, two of my friends rang me with their, like, life problems, (laughs) literally one after the other. Oh, God. That doesn't happen all the time. (laughs) Great therapy. Yeah, I was like, with the second one rang and I was like, oh, I actually have work to do, but I'm going to pick it up. But the funny thing was, is they actually happened to date, like, when we were younger. So when the second one rang me, I was like, oh, you never guess you just rang me about their life problems. Yeah, Your ex-girlfriend. He's like, oh, maybe we're made for each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely not. No. Um, I guess you're probably honest as well. That's why people come to you. You'll give an honest answer. I try to, yeah. And what is the award you would be nominated for? So this was one of the questions that I... Like last night when I was frantically messaging my friends, like, (laughs) how do I answer any of these? One of them said that the award I should be nominated for is like falling asleep, like when I'm out drinking or in the club. (laughs) (laughs) But then also my ability to like revive myself. Oh, yeah. So I yeah, I'm notoriously bad at falling asleep when I've had too much to drink. (laughs) There is way too many tales of that. But the most recent (laughs) one was... Quite bad. When I was in, I was in Amsterdam with my housemate, and we'd gone to this comedy show. And it's just like an amateur comedy show. It was like three or four guys. They were all right. I was really, really drunk because we'd just been on like a, you know, the canal boat tours with like cheese and wine and stuff. So I was pissed. And <laughs> I'm sat in this chair. Obviously, eventually fall asleep. Don't remember any of the last guy. But wake up at the end. The room is like empty, and my flatmate and her brother and his girlfriend are like, "Mom, like we need to go." <laughs> I kind of like came to like, what's gone on? Like, what's happened? And my flatmate was like, you have been asleep for the last comedian's whole set. <laughs> and he noticed at the beginning of his set that no, you were asleep. And like called you out. And he basically, his whole set was taking the piss out of you. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. So apparently he was asking my flatmate like questions about me, like where I was from, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently he was like, right, audience, we need this girl to wake up. So everybody on the count of three, we're going to shout her name and say, wake up. No. So apparently they were like, one, two, three, wake up. And I was just out for the count. You just didn't? Didn't, didn't. <gasps> but then we, but then I was fine. Yeah, you left and you were like, let's go to the next place. Yeah, and then we went out <laughs> to the club. So. It's a little power nap. Yeah. That's a good. 
But yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. And what would your moan of the moment be? I didn't want to do the moan of the moment one originally because I was like, oh, that's like a negative. I don't want to moan. <laughs> but then I was, I have been moaning about something a lot recently. So I was like, well, get out. That is a moan that I'm moaning about at the moment. I think because it's just been summer. So mm-hmm. it's like how easy it is for men to urinate in kind of public places if yeah. they have to. Whereas if you're a girl, like it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to have like a wall of people to protect you. Yeah. It's so hard and you feel really exposed and it just feels like a bit embarrassing when mm. it shouldn't because you're just peeing. Yeah. All the men are doing it. <laughs> and yeah, that's just, that's I guess it's been the time of year where you might do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just found myself in so many situations like I really need to be mm. there is no toilet and i just can't because yeah. there is just nowhere final question non-negotiables this sounds really basic but somebody who can actually just communicate yeah what's <laughs> going on and their feelings and just like have respect for like your time and energy mm. i feel like people have probably spoken about this before on the podcast but guys just like you'll be hanging out with someone and obviously something's happened and they just sort of stop replying or slowly start getting worse at replying. Yeah. Or like something weird is obviously going on and then they eventually just disappear off the face of the earth. And it's like, why didn't you just say? Yeah. It's a slow ghost. Yeah. It's so annoying. Like, I'd much rather you just told me that you weren't interested anymore or you're seeing someone, which more often than not has ended up being the thing. Like yeah. they've started seeing someone or they've got a girlfriend or whatever, which is absolutely fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to cry about it. Like yeah. you can't help the way you feel if you've met someone mm-hmm. and you, you know, whatever, want to have a relationship with them. Like that's fine. Just tell me like, surely it's easier just to send that message than like slowly like play out this scenario mm-hmm. of like, taking longer to reply to the messages or whatever it is yeah it's the assumption that you're going to get upset isn't it exactly it's like why assume anything like why just ask yeah 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 like it's a two-way thing like let's have a conversation about it like you don't have to come to these conclusions in your head and then just stop speaking to me or end it or Mm. whatever it is like it's fine just let me know yeah yeah because then you kind of wonder what's going on you never really sort of put a stop to it and move on Mm. and then you just never know what happened and like how are you supposed to yeah know next time you don't get any like nice closure message of okay that's done now it's it's more for you to just to be like okay i don't need to waste my time with that person anymore exactly it's not like i'm gonna be hung up on it for ages but i'm still gonna like wonder if it's still going to be on my mind a bit unless I know that it's definitely like, yeah. done or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, just someone that can like actually communicate what's going on and just be upfront with you. Because otherwise, you kind of think, obviously it's different like if you're in a serious relationship, but if you're just hanging out with someone or like whatever it is, like it can be super chilled. But yeah. it's kind of like, at what point do I trust that you're actually going to tell me what's going on if something is going on? Like, yeah. Do I just have to assume all the time that you could disappear at any mm. moment? It's a lot of energy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just like a waste of energy. And it's like, I actually don't care. Like, it's fine. Even if you don't like me, like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll be okay. I don't mind. Yeah. But just tell me. Mm. So, yeah. If you're a ghoster, then don't bother, guys. Okay. Bestie rec time. No, I'm really scared about this because I actually have no idea who it is. No, you don't. 
I'm going to play it. I'm just going to rip the band-aid off for you. Why would you want to date my best mate? Well, there are loads of reasons, to be honest with you. Firstly, you'll never get lost. Gaining a first-class degree in geographic information science, which is basically a whole degree related to maps. I don't know. And she even achieved the highest grade in the whole country. So this girl really knows her way around a map. And even when she's so intoxicated, she can barely open her eyes. You give this girl postcode to the afters and she'll be able to sniff it out. Trust me. Number two, she's a cheap date. Literally two pints. She'll be on her way. And the one thing I really admire about her is despite being off her trolley, she somehow still manages to function and she'll stay out till the end. She just won't remember anything. I think it's the Irish blood in her. Number three, are you a fan of David Attenborough? I mean, who isn't? Well, dating her would be like dating a younger female version as she is an avid bird watcher. Honestly, you follow her Instagram for her autumn watch series. Stunning. It's comparable to the likes of Blue Planet, some may say. She documents various wildlife scenes. So if what you look for in a partner is an ability to identify many different species of bird, look no further. She also has many other skills she'd be more than willing to teach you, including taking you horse riding in stunning locations, such as Kazakhstan. She can give you river dancing lessons. She can introduce you to the world of bird watching, as previously mentioned, because that is a really big pull factor, to be honest with you. Um, she can serenade you with her silky smooth soprano voice whilst using her magic hands on the piano. She could take you wakeboarding on the River X. And the last reason why you'd want to date my best mate is that she's independent as fuck. She's one of the most social people I know. She has so many friends. Like, honestly, when we go out, she always bumps into someone she knows. Every weekend is jam-packed with parties, events, brunches, gigs, raves, you name it. But she'll always manage to make time for the special people in her life. So if that sounds like it could be you... Hit her up, please. She's overdue a relationship, I think. Single for five years, I think. Uh, it's time, guys. Hit her up. Oh, no. <laughs> it's actually six years. It's even worse. <laughs> Got it wrong. <laughs> she did you down one year. <laughs> That's so no. funny. <laughs> I'm so shocked she added that in. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I wasn't expecting that, but that's fine. She fit a lot in. <laughs> the thing that really stood out was the bird watching. That shocked me. I actually had one of my friends message me today, like, Oh, I've seen this bird today, like takes a picture of the bird, like, can you ID it for me? And I'm like, Yeah, I think it might be this. <laughs> and like my friends do do that now, like they'll send me pictures of birds like, Oh, I've seen this today, like, do you know what it is? And I'm like, mm, yeah, it might be this or this and they're like, Thanks. <laughs> do you like, just really okay, like hun. birds? <laughs> so like my p parents have like always like they're like super outdoorsy mm. love nature love birds all that stuff so I mean I'm not definitely not like as avid a fan as they are but it kind of like leaks out yeah. into you a little bit and like I do this thing on my Instagram where I post like if I see birds I'll like post a video of the bird and like what <laughs> bird it is and it's either like hashtag autumn watch or hashtag spring watch or yeah. whatever it is as a joke, obviously. Yeah, but then people are actually like, oh my God, love the bird they love content. love it, yeah. Like, it's great. Like, <laughs> how do you know the names of all the birds? Like, one time, 
that I saw, you know, like a mallard duck. Mm. Normal duck. Yeah, like I thought most people knew what a mallard duck is. Yeah. And there was like a female and a male mallard duck like walking across a field. And me and my friend were out for a walk and he was like, oh, like, how do you, do you know what type of duck that is? Like, how do you know if it's a girl or a boy or whatever? And I was like... What? No, that's yeah. weird. That's weird. That is weird, isn't it? No, like, that's what? an ick. <laughs> I've unlocked a new ick not knowing what gender normal ducks are. I was like, it's a female and a male mallard. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like, no, surely weird. most people know this. Okay. Yeah, no, they should. I mean, they should know that the males have the bright colours. Yeah. Because that's like, it's not just ducks, it's like peacocks and like lots of other birds. Exactly. <laughs> I do watch some nature shows <laughs> and I wouldn't say I'm a bird expert though, but I think most people should know that the male ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I even got asked the other day, like what I prefer. Someone like, it's a really stupid, boring question. What, would you rather be a male or a female duck? Yeah. It was like, kind of like a this or that. It's just like, which one do you actually think is prettier? And I said male because I was like, I like the blue heads. Mm. So yeah, they yeah. clearly knew. I clearly knew. Okay, yeah, maybe my friend is just weird. <laughs> it's a good fun fact. About that I like weird life. bird watching. Yeah. I think that just makes you sound really weird. Yeah, I guess People it's, have a stereotype. Yeah, stereotype of like old man. Well, yeah, so I recently saw like a, a friend from uni that I haven't seen in ages and she was talking about the birds and like <laughs> love your the bird Instagram. content, blah, blah, blah. She was like... I really like watching birds too. I really want to get some binoculars, but I don't want to look like a pedo. <laughs> and I was like, well, I have binoculars and I've never thought about the fact that I might look like a pedo. Do I look like a pedo? Well, no, but surely you're in like nature reserves where birds, like, it's not like you're in Hyde Park. Like, yeah. they're fucking, they're not going to see much Looking there. At people. Yeah. I was like, oh you're God. You're going to be like at a nice lake or something where birds would be. Yeah. You would have loved it actually. I just went to the Amazon rainforest. Tons of, oh no way yeah and we went to a proper canopy like thousands of meters up to see said birds oh no that's so cool it was actually the first time that i didn't get bored watching but it was cool (laughs) that's my only experience of birds that's been really positive (laughs) you know it's most people not gonna go down to the london wetland center (laughs) no (laughs) didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) on my list of things to do in london yeah that would be a good date maybe maybe could be Okay, this or that time. Would you rather keep all the knowledge you have already and never learn anything new or give up all your knowledge you know now and learn everything outside of it? Oh my God. I'm tempted to say, like, lose all the knowledge and start again because Mm. the grass is always greener. But you'd lose all your birds though. Yeah. You can't learn them back. Oh no, yeah, that would be sad to be fair. Yeah. And also you... It's easier to like retain things and remember things when you're younger, right? Mm. So surely like anything I learnt now, oh, it would true. be harder to retain it. Yeah. So maybe I'll just be safe and stick with what I, I know. I actually was gonna say exactly the same because I think my first thought was I'd forget all the stuff I know about all my friends and I can't relearn it. Yeah, also as like a twenty five year old living in London with a job, mm. like if I just forgot everything I knew <laughs> About my job or how to live. Yeah. I'd probably just die. Yeah, and you can't relearn any of that. Like, you would forget how to... I guess maybe you'd never know how to cook pasta. I don't know. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, like, electrocute myself on the toaster or something. Mm. Yeah, okay, let's not do that. Let's not do that. No. (laughs) Okay, next. Cheese or chocolate? I love both. Yeah, same. Like, my favourite singular foods. Yeah. I think I'd have to pick cheese just because... I feel like that's more 
sustenance than chocolate. Mm. Like if you were going to only eat one for the rest of your life, like yeah. at least there's some like protein in it. Yeah. I don't know. No, I would pick cheese as well. I think I'd miss it way more on other foods like pizza, pasta, etc. But chocolate. Do you like vegan cheese or is that still classed as cheese? Mm. It does just say cheese, so I guess all forms of oh, cheese. Oh, God. That's the hardest question, I think, that's going to be on here. <laughs> but I think I'd have to pick cheese just because yeah. I feel like I could eat more cheese than chocolate without being sick. Would you rather live with a stranger who is a bit weird or a friend and their partner that fight constantly? A stranger who's a bit weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> quick. Well, the flat I live in at the moment is like random spare room flat mm. and like I kind of wanted to do that yeah because I think it is easier to yeah. like tolerate the strangers somehow and especially in London like when you're just life is hectic like I think sometimes when you live with friends like there's an ob- you feel like this obligation to like do stuff with them all the time or yeah. like invite them to everything or like if they get on your nerves like it might ruin your friendship whereas mm. at least with a stranger it doesn't really matter yeah I completely agree and also I hate, I, like, I literally can't stand arguing, especially yeah. couples arguing. Like, that is that is the worst. So, yeah, I wouldn't be able to cope with that, I don't think. Would you rather give up using a spoon or a fork? I don't know which is more convenient or inconvenient. Mm. I'm guessing Depends what it would have eat. to be a fork because, like, I can't think of something that you can eat with a fork that you couldn't eat with a spoon. But, like, there are a lot of things you can eat with a spoon that you can't eat with a fork, like soup. The one I was struggling with is ice cream. <laughs> But I guess you could fork an ice cream if you needed to. Maybe a fork, actually. Because I imagine trying to eat pasta. Mm, with a spoon. With a spoon. No, or ramen yeah. or something like that. And like dessert, you could just use a fork, like cheesecake and stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, maybe a fork. Water- <laughs> this is the random one, but I quite like it. Water balloons or water gun? I think water balloons. Yeah. Because that's going to have more of a more of an effect. Like if you get I think that's more fun. Balloon, yeah. That's a bit more shocking than a water gun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, I feel like like you see people with water guns, mm. you know, like pranking or like at a festival or something, yeah. whereas a water balloon is a bit more, a bit more, bit more rogue. Yeah. And final question. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? I think if you were sweating maple syrup, like that's just a mess. That is like, a mess. Imagine... You'd be sticky, sticky all the time. I couldn't deal with that. No. I'd have to go with the hair. I think you'd have to go with the hair. But then you'd probably just like be chewing your hair all the time. (laughs) Slow snack. It's all right. (laughs) You'd probably just constantly be eating spaghetti. It doesn't say if it's cooked or not cooked. I was going with cooked. I would assume it's cooked because otherwise it's like sticking out at weird angles. It's like a flow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, that concludes the podcast. Nice. Thanks for having me. No, you're welcome. So, remember to contact the podcast at Single Sounds to be in with the chance of a date and some unreal bird watching Instagram content. Thanks for listening as always, and I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>